Okay, welcome to Behind the Bites, episode number 26. Hi, Abbas. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm very well. Um, we're not, uh, it was just the two of us today. Unfortunately, Dinesh, who you all met last week, has had to go uh, on holiday. So, which doesn't I sound think like he a just bad decided thing. to quit. I think yeah. he you know, kind of joined us for one week and he was like, nope, these guys aren't for me. <laughs> so he's just abandoned us. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> It's nice having him on the show, but who knows? We are a bit full on, so fair enough. Um, <laughs> no, but, hopefully we'll have him back next episode. But yeah, so I mean, it's very responsible of him to do that as a as a leading uh, tech editor in in the UAE, because uh, as we all know, and um, mainly what we will be talking about today is absolutely uh, one of the yeah. most important events in the year. Yeah, I yeah. mean, doesn't he know that the Huawei Honor Eight is launching tomorrow in Dubai? <laughs> Come on, who does that? Who does oh. that? Sick burn. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, no, let's talk about the other event as well that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, uh, that's none other than uh, the Big Apple launch. That's right. Um, we're, we're on Skype this time around. We're not in our office. So I can't see Mike, but did you get a chance to watch the event live I, last I did, night? yes, yes. So yeah, me we too. Watched me it. too. And, um, well, I mean, I have, I have opinions Let's let's start. So, how do we want to do this? Should we break it down by in the order that they that they announced? I think so. Let's do that. I think that's a good you know that's a good way to tackle it. Cool. Um, let's start with basically. Did did you feel that the presentation was a bit off this time around? Yeah. I felt generally Apple's very spot on with the whole you know the timing, the mm. speeches. I felt this was a little off. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Yeah, what did no, you no. I, I, I did, I did get this kind of vibe. I felt that a lot of the presenters were stumbling what they were saying. Exactly. Things exactly. were going a bit off, off track, and I felt, particularly towards the end, they'd clearly been given a signal to speed things up because they were kind yes. of like powering through stuff, whereas at the beginning they were taking a bit more of their time. Um, I mean, that could be down to the fact that they were at this new venue, um, and they did have a lot to get through, I suppose, in the in the grand scheme of things. Um, Fair also, I yeah. think they spent like an inordinate amount of time talking about the what they're not called stores anymore. What are they called? Town halls. It oh yeah, Angela Ahern's. A bit uh, unnecessary, but yeah, uh, I, I got a really it. creepy cult vibe. I'm not going to lie to you about. <laughs> like I know, I mean it's Apple, right? Like so, they're always right. been a bit like that. But like the whole when oh, we people will gather here and you can do this, and it's like oh man. What, am I buying a phone or am I signing away my firstborn? Like, I don't know what's going on. So were you here when they launched the uh, Dubai Mall store? I, I didn't know. I didn't go to that event. Okay. So it was basically sort of a rehash of that speech from mm. Angela. She was here as well and very much along the same lines. Pretty much what she said yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, she spoke a lot about that while she was here in opening the Dubai Mall store as well. Um, just about focusing on, you know, this is the new Apple store concept uh, with, you know, today at Apple and all of that stuff. So had heard all of that before as well. Was boring the first time around. (laughs) You know, (laughs) didn't really care. It's nice that they want to do this community outreach. And I, in in a world where retail is getting less and less relevant because Amazon exists and, and, you know, the internet in general, I guess it's nice that Apple are trying to bring people in and like actually have a positive retail experience. So that's a good thing, but it just, it rubbed me a little bit the wrong way, the way they went about it, I think. In terms of- sure. But don't they realize they're pretty much 
behind, they're the main reason why everyone's on their phone nowadays. Yeah, that's not <laughs> you <know? laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> if it wasn't for the iPhone, we wouldn't necessarily be on our phones all the time. I mean, it's a fantastic device, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, you know, it has that addiction power to it or whatever else that you want to call it. Very true. Uh, that's the reason we're kind of drifting apart. But, oh, well, you know. Oh, well, what can you do? Good for them. Good for them, absolutely. Cool. cool. So, so, so the first big product announcement then... Wait, before the product oh. announcement, I kind of enjoyed the little tribute they had to Steve Jobs. Sure. I think that was nice. Yeah. That was very nice. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was nicely done. I think, yeah, I think there was a really nice moment where Tim Cook said that we can now move into what remembering him fondly and not be sad. I'm paraphrasing here, but like, you know, stop remembering him with sadness and remember him with fondness. And I thought that that was kind of cool. Um, it was. For and sure. almost like a bit of a, a nod towards. The, the Apple fans and the people who always kind of look to Steve when Apple do something and maybe they do something that maybe Steve by himself wouldn't have done, you know, and say, oh, you know, Steve would have never have mm. eight phones in, available in a SKU or whatever, right? Uh, whereas, like, you know, Steve is, is gone now and now we're living what Steve started. And I, I guess it was kind of a nice little tribute to him. And you could tell that like a lot of the execs were, were quite openly moved by the fact no, that where, where they were, which is, you know, I mean, it's a lot of... It was nice. It was a good yeah. start to, to it. I think even Woz was in the crowd. Uh, saw him yeah. a couple of times. Which, from my well. understanding, he doesn't really go to them. So. No, I mean, I haven't seen him at Apple events for a while now, so it was nice to see him sort of be part of that as well. Yeah. That's very cool. Cool. Yeah. So with that, let's start... But the first product, what yes. was the first product they announced? So, the Apple Watch Series 3. Um, which, yeah, the biggest feature, the most, the, you know, the thing they highlighted the most, unfortunately, yeah. we're not getting that yeah, here. Pretty, pretty shitty. It's, yeah. it's such a shame, because for me, okay, like, we'll get to this a little bit later, I think, but like, if we, if we were rounding up, I was it's actually pleasantly surprised by this. Um, and I have a couple of thoughts. Um in the sense that one thing I one thing I noticed um, is that it, the way that they, they sort of positioned it was going through the features of the watch was like okay now that it's it's LTE enabled or, or cellular enabled you can leave this at home and uh, and like go to the beach with just your watch and this kind of stuff and then they kind of gave all these examples of things you could do with just the watch. Uh, but at no point did they kind of mention that you could perhaps use the watch as a replacement for a phone, right? If you if you if you think about it, like primarily the functions that look, I they have phones to sell. No, it, well, exactly. But what I'm thinking is like for for me, my phone is used for uh, I don't know web browsing, listening to music or podcasts, uh, messaging, and when phone calls, right? So these three, See, four things. Yeah, and you could do three of those exactly. things really well yeah, with the watch. With, with just the watch. So, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's not 100% sure how it's going to work, but what would stop me from just going out and purchasing, aside from it not being available in the UAE, what would stop me going out and purchasing <laughs> an, a, a series watch, Apple, Apple Watch Series 3, and then just getting a pair of AirPods and, and running it that way, right? And not see, negating the need for an iPhone completely. No, see, I mean, you can't do that because uh, if you sort of read the fine print, it uh -huh. says that um, the uh, basically the SIM card that you have, so the carrier that you have on your iPhone, mm -hmm. 
needs to be the exact same carrier on the Apple Watch for the embedded SIM. I see. Unfortunately, neither Ittasalat nor do have the embedded SIM option over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to work. And I don't think roaming okay. is also supported on the watch yet. Okay. Uh, you can only use it within within the yeah, cellular network, home, sure. home cellular okay. network of that. Uh, so, yeah. unfortunately, it's not going to work for us until it's a salat and to officially introduce yeah. an embedded which, sim over which here. Which probably will happen. No, I meant just in general. Like, if uh, and outside of the realm of the UAE, if we lived in one of the countries where this watch would be available, would would there be anything to stop you from going ahead and just activating the watch without needing an iPhone. You can't, again. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is the so it's tied catch-22. tied to that original exactly. SIM for the phone. Right. Exactly. You need to have the SIM in the original phone. Okay. But I can sort of see that happening within the next couple of generation mm. of Apple Watch. Um, even if you look at the iPhone, for example, uh, when it was originally launched, you needed a computer running iTunes to activate it. Yep. It would not do that. You needed a computer to sync your data to um, to, uh, to, um, the, uh, sorry, to the iPhone. Mm. Uh, so I think the first couple of generations of iPhone, it was very much married to your Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, and then right. they kind yeah, of yeah. broke away from it. And I think the watch is sort of following a similar pattern. Yeah, but where it's tied to the phone instead exactly. of the, the PC, but yes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, that cellular functionality is the killer feature for mm. it because, look, I mean, if you don't have that, then Apple Music doesn't make sense on it, yep. uh, you know, and uh, obviously your phone calls while you're out and about, all of that stuff. I think that's the killer feature of the watch, and unfortunately, it's something that we're not getting. Yeah, man, it's really sh such a shame. Exactly, and considering we're not getting that the Apple Watch Gen 3 just isn't lucrative enough for anyone to upgrade from no. Gen 1 yeah. or Gen 2, I think. But, uh, yes, it's faster, probably better battery, slightly tweaked, you know. But but again, the killer feature that you have for Watch 3 isn't available. So why would you upgrade here? And, What's and one interesting tidbit I noticed as well is that they've killed the Watch 2 line but kept the Watch Series 1 line alive. Yes. So yes. honestly, I mean, thinking about it, Okay, aside from the waterproofing, and which may be a bit of a, a bit of a, a must-have for some people, I I I find be hard pressed to recommend people don't just pick up the first generation one because it's considerably cheaper, and provided the next version of Watch OS runs well on it, which I'm assuming Absolutely. it will run manageably. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Why Why would you not get the cheaper option because it's pretty much the same, honestly. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, look, it's cool. It's just badly positioned for this market. It was really, it was a bummer to hear it. I look. I mean, I remember going to a session by Do. Maybe this was about three months. No, not three months. A little bit more than that. Maybe four months or five months back, mm -hmm. where they were talking about embedded SIM technology and how it's coming. I mean, they're working on it. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if early on next year we, we actually have that over here. Yeah. Because they just, I mean, the dates that they mentioned for Apple Watch 3 availability was for this year, if you yeah. if you kind of look at the slide. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, four or five or six months down the road, we get the embedded SIM here in the UAE. And when we do, you know, the LTE version of the watch is released here as well. Yeah, somebody will be working on it, I'm sure. No, for sure, for sure. It's coming maybe hopefully before the next generation comes out. Hmm. But if not, then... Well, you know, what was very surprising to hear was um, the amount of sales they've had. He mentioned that right. in uh, the first quarter of the... What was the second quarter of this year? I'm forgetting one hmm. of those he mentioned. 
where the sales jumped up by 50% or something yeah. year on year, pretty, which pretty is fantastic. I fantastic. Mean, I mean, at this point, they are really the only viable smartwatch option, as far as I can tell. Absolutely, like, and it's overtaking Rolex now yeah. too. So yeah. you know, because yeah, you don't you don't hear any Android smartphone uh, smartwatch manufacturer banging on about how well they're doing. Let's have let's have a quick chat about that. I mean, look, I mean, with um, Android, where the latest release offered, uh, Google started pulling in all these fashion designers. So Louis Vuitton came up with the Android uh, Wear watch. Uh, Movado came up with one. Tommy Hilfiger came up with mm. one. Tag had one already yeah. and you've got all of these sort of trying to break into the smartphone market with their design skills or the lack of their design skills <laughs> and then you've got apple over here and it's it's killing it i mean obviously it's killing it for the numbers that you know if uh, what they what they said for so well this I is don't know. i think well, i think what the i think what apple what was really obvious about this is what apple had kind of realized was and and they've been doing this for a while now. It's just the positioning of the watch as a fitness device, right? If you remember mm-hmm. back in the in the first uh, when when they originally debuted the watch, they were like, "Oh, and it can open a gar- garage door, and you can turn off your lights." And people were like, "This is weird." But That's now true. there's none of that, right? It's all just fitness, 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 fitness. You know, and yeah, they had and- that video of, "Oh, these people were helped by the Apple Watch, and it's all about health, health as well, obviously." Um, Absolutely. And I think that's super clever on their part because none of the Google uh, or the Android Wear watches are kind of positioning themselves. As you were saying, they're all going this kind of fashion route. And the only company that's obviously kind of in that space is Fitbit, who who have launched their own watch, but whether it's too little too late. And I think Apple have been very clever. They're like, you know what, double down on the fitness People want health. This is what they want these devices for. Everything else that's maybe on there app-wise or whatever is ancillary and is still available, but this is what sells it, right? And that was all. I mean, that and Toy Story watch faces. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I completely agree with you. Look, I mean, they dropped the edition pretty much after the first go. Mm. Um, You know, nobody wants to buy that expensive of a watch, especially in a segment that, you know, is moving so fast where every year you have completely new tech. So, so yeah, I think uh, them focusing on the health and fitness aspect of it was a very good decision. I guess it's paying off for them. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right, All right moving on. Moving on, um, we had the Apple TV, the 4K edition yes. that, that was announced. And I'm actually excited about it, uh, not necessarily for uh, the hardware of it, but the announcement that all your movies that you have in HD <laughs> are automatically going to get upgraded. I have about 140 movies yeah, you are that, from my team. You are that guy. Oh, That's, I am that guy. I thought, I thought of you when I, when, I was watching, when I saw this announced. I'm like, shit, a bus is going to be pleased. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, all of my 140 movies are now going to be available in UHD. Whether I actually go back and ever see them again in yeah, UHD is another thing. story. But the fact that I have them on there, I think that's fantastic. And yeah. also the fact that um, they said that the pricing for movies is going to remain the same, right? They're okay. not going to increase mm-hmm. uh, the pricing for the UHD version. Yeah, as far uh, as I'm so aware. Think, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's fantastic. Um, the box itself, uh, basically what, the iPad Pro in a box? Yeah, that's uh, what they're saying. It's the same chip, right? Yeah, exactly. With, and with HD. From, what's cool, it's actually, so it's HDMI, uh, sorry, it's 4K HDR. And Dolby Vision, which is which is pretty good in terms of of uh, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, it's currently the only device that does that. Um, nice. 
I don't think the Nvidia Shield does. And I believe that, like, I think you can get it through, like, LG televisions and that kind of stuff. But but this is currently the only box, I believe, that will do that, that will stream that. So that's really good for, like, Netflix. Because um, some of their some of their programs are available in both those formats or either of those formats. My my only really issue with it is that if you if you're gonna if you at the moment if you're buying a 4K TV of any kind of like a sizable note, mm-hmm. it's generally gonna have all the sort of Netflix, Amazon, all these apps built into it and be able to do this stuff for you. Right, I don't know whether this is a little too late. Like, I feel like this is the device they should have launched two years ago, when they redid the Apple TV. Right. Look, I have uh, an LG 4K TV. It's not HDR. It's not OLED. Yeah. But it is running WebOS 2.0, mm-hmm. uh, and the interface is crap. Honestly speaking, really? crap. I love crap. WebOS on my LG I, TV. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, the uh, Apple TV interface is. So far ahead of the LG, I personally feel that. Uh, I, I I also have my Nvidia Shield connected, and that I right. love as well. I think both of them are so much better than what uh, LG has. I feel that it's a very watered-down, basic UI that, um, that you, LG it's has. It's the one with the cards, right? Like it's little, not cards. It, exactly, those slanted yeah. little tiles. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit fond of it, Abbas. I'm not Oh, do you? Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. And even the apps themselves, I find them to be a bit clunky. The Netflix app, the Amazon app, uh, I particularly find them a little clunky. I think the versions that they make for Android or iOS are so much more okay, polished. So, yeah. No, that's not wrong. That's true. That's so, true. so you know, I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Yes, all of them offer Samsung has them, LG has them. I think Sony has, Sony's running Android from what I remember yeah, that's on correct. their television. So I haven't used Sony TVs. I've kind of played around with Samsung. They've sent us a couple of times for review and that seemed fine, but uh, I think I'd prefer dedicated. I think I prefer the UI of yeah. a dedicated box, you know, over any one of those. Sure. No, I agree. I, to that, to that extent, I definitely, from a user experience perspective, absolutely. But I think from a, if you're really kind of looking at it in a budget conscious way, you don't, you don't, oh, sure. you don't sure. necessarily absolutely. need it, I think, right? Like Apple hasn't made this a must buy even for me, as someone who watches a heck of a lot of TV, I mean, I already have two Apple TVs in the house. I've got a Gen 4 and a Gen 3, and I, I won't be buying this, I'm afraid. It's just not worth it. I, okay. have, I have, like you said, like you, I have an NVIDIA Shield, and I don't have enough content on iTunes to warrant the upgrade. So. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think, for me, the biggest reason for getting it is the upgrade to 4K content for, you know, I think that's the biggest seller for me. Very nice value add from them, you know. Like that's oh, it is very but, uh, surprising it is. from Apple. Absolutely, no. I'm hats off to them for making this happen. I yeah. think, you know, great on them. Let me ask you this question now. Sure. I mean, considering the hardware that it has, the uh, what is it? Is it the A10X that's inside yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, what do you think this can do in terms of gaming? Yeah. Well, so they showed a little bit though. They showed um. They showed Sky. Sky from that game company who I. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite developers. They made Flower. They've made Journey. Um, oh, is that the same guys that have made Journey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Super good. Journey was kick-ass. Yeah, I love that game. I mean, a lot of their stuff is is really clever and very sort of experiential. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily quite processor heavy. I don't think. No, I mean, it but didn't look. Like yeah, that. but from what they showed, uh, I mean, it looked fun. It seemed to be running pretty smoothly, and definitely the fact that it's 
they could, did they say you could play up to eight players multiplayer online or something yeah, like that? Some, so I think I assume that would probably require a little bit of processing power in order to manage. Um, so it definitely has some chops. I don't think it's going to overtake, you know, PlayStation or Xbox. But I right. mean, Apple have recently done a, a deal with Nintendo, right? So True. Is, it, is it completely outside the realm of possibility that you might see a Super Mario game on this? Who knows, right? Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. The on, my uh, one only one concern is the remote, which I I'm sh- I don't know if you agree, but I think is dreadful. Look, I mean, anybody who's serious about gaming, and I mean, I'm not serious about gaming, and yet I went and purchased the Steel Series uh, Joypad right. for Apple TV. Okay, uh, and that worked it's, well. It's it's still sitting in the box, honestly okay. speaking. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to open it in the last year and a half. <laughs> uh, but look, I mean, uh, you know, anybody who is even the slightest bit serious about yeah. gaming, Would I'm sure that they'd want to. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, I mean, that's that's very interesting that you brought Nintendo up. You're right. I mean, if that comes on, and look, even if they can manage one big publisher like EA or Activision, maybe not Activision Blizzard, but EA, I think, would be a good fit because Need for Speed, FIFA, all of yeah. that, I think that could very easily be ported uh, to this new generation of Apple TV, considering the processing power it has. Mm. I'm assuming those games should be okay to run. Exactly. And it was clever. I think it was telling that they brought, that they, um, that they brought uh, that game, Genova Chen from that, that game company on stage to demo stuff, positioning it. Because they could have just said, hey, this is a TV box. True. Done, right? So the fact that they, seems like they are a little bit serious about gaming is, is encouraging. Um, and you're right, that process has probably got a lot to do with it. Because, you know, the iPad Pro is, is, a, bit, is a beast of a computer, really. From what I hear, it is. Yeah. I haven't used one personally, the new one. But yeah, from what I hear, it's fantastic. I mean, regardless of the input methods and, you know, the... Apple's kind of stunted walled, walled garden. It's you know it's definitely got the horsepower to to do things from it. Yeah. So we'll see. Nice, very cool, awesome. So let's that, move so on. That, then that was it, and then they were done, and then they were already onto iPhones. Exactly. Right? Like was, yep. It was it was a uh, um, okay. So I mean, for, so let's go for the before they before the big announcement, they uh, they uh, uh, came out with a refresh of the current iPhone line, and they sort of skipped a generation, I suppose, uh, and went from 7 straight to 8. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, that's right, but as well as the 8 Plus. Now, I guess... The 8 and 8 Plus, yeah. Yeah, so we could run down, the, the I suppose, the features on these. I guess the main, the main one, which I don't know if this speaks volumes or not, is the new glass back on, on exactly. the phone. Exactly which allows it to do wireless charging. Yep. Um, I, I'm going to assume this is the reason, so the redesign is the reason why they decided to skip the S um, branding and move straight to the 8, right? Because generally when there's a change in design, they tend to uh, go up a number. Or, well, actually they didn't do it with the set 6 to the 7, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> or they will tell I... you that they did, but I don't think anybody would believe you. Do okay now. I mean, I think this is you know just throwing it out over there. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that uh, Samsung's on S8 and Note 8, and then you know it, it, I don't know Android is on 8. Yeah. There's a lot of 8s. We saw Nokia with an 8. Mm. Do you think I that mean, had anything at all to do with I it? Mean, I mean, it might have, right? I think people don't like to be left behind, that's for sure. I mean, for instance, Samsung, you remember they jumped from Note 5 to 
seven. No, exactly. Because exactly. they were behind look, Apple at the time. No, for sure. I mean, we've seen this a lot. I mean, look, mm. Windows jumped from eight to ten. We never had Windows nine either. Yeah. So we see this in the tech industry happening, you know, every now and then. It's not unheard of. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, just literally replacing the back of the phone yeah. from metal to glass. I don't know if I'd consider that a big design overhaul. No. Um, you no. know. Uh, I, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at it from the front, it doesn't look much different, right? So. Not at all. Yeah, yeah it's exactly the same. Which I, I don't know. It's tricky. So aside from so I, for me. Great, it's got wireless charging. That makes me happy, right? Because we talked about this last week, but the sooner that, like, it gets adopted, and I think it's even more important that it's uh, what I always called QI, but is apparently called Qi. Qi. My bad. I didn't know. (laughs) Um, uh, The fact that they did go with Qi is awesome. Because that's going to enable, as they showed, a bunch of third-party options from, like, Belkin and Mophie and that kind of thing. Um, Surprisingly, they left Samsung chargers out of that. I wonder why. Imagine, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it'll work with those too because that's that's how it is. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the other option, so they updated the processor as well, which was this Bionic. Bionic, which all right, sounded a bit like retro future, but fine. Um, and then, from my understanding, the camera got a bit of a tweak as well. That's right. So they're supposedly using a brand new sensor. Um, yeah. Okay. So fine. I mean, you'd hope so because you're paying. You know, it's new. Um, yep. And then I'm just trying to think what else there was. I mean, there was. No. And interestingly, only two models this time around. So just 64 and 256. Right. No more three models, which I, mean, I think is smart. Right. I think that's yeah. fine. Finally, I think it yeah, makes exactly. sense. And honestly, I mean, this may be something we can talk about a bit later. But just the sheer number of iPhones that are currently available, maybe they just needed to pare it down so that it wouldn't confuse people even further. That's um, true. Because I think the first time in the history of Apple, there are eight phone options available, which is just bonkers. That is true. When you true, consider yeah. 10 years ago, there was one. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> I mean, they've, they've gone, they're like HTC now, where they have like a new phone every 20 minutes. <laughs> I, like what, Steve would have never allowed it. Yep. <laughs> no, I don't know. But it, it's, it's interesting, like, that they've decided to go with that. Um, it's for me, okay, so, Right. Let's let who is this phone for, Abbas? This is my question to you. Anybody who can't afford the iPhone 10, right? Um, but again, I don't see a big reason for anyone to upgrade from a 6s or a 7. If you have a 6, yeah, yeah I think that's kind of getting old now. Yeah. Um, sorry, one more thing that changed was um, there's no more rose gold. There's just that's gold true. now. Yeah. Okay. So slightly tweaked color, which I think looks nice. I, yeah. I kind of liked the way it looked. So we've, um, we've, we've, we've moved past the, the rose gold phase of electronics. Yes, finally. Yeah, finally, that's good. I guess we're not going to be seeing a MacBook in that color anytime uh, soon yeah. either now. Well, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think anybody upgrading from a 6 or something below that, mm-hmm. uh, good options for them. But again, the problem I see is that I think next year, the only iPhones they're going to be releasing are going to be these, you know, full-on screens, bezel-to-bezel mm. kind of models. So do you really want to get something that's literally on its last legs, yeah. uh, design-wise, from a design point of view? Right. You know, the processor is great, camera's great, but from a design point of view, I think this is 
pretty much the last of it now. I, I don't. Think I they're reckon gonna... they're going to have one more in this line. You think? Yeah, I reckon the nine will come out next year and it will still look like this. Okay. Um, and then they'll then they'll start going full screen from then on. I just get the feeling that they they're liable to milk it a little bit longer. My my mm. from my reading, I believe that you know this is a bit of a crackpot theory, but I think rather the reason that they came out with two separate sort of phones or or three I suppose so the eight two so the eight plus the ten was that they're unable to pr- to make more than about thirty thousand of the ten per month per week. Sure. Okay. So what's that works out to about three hundred thousand a month, right? Yep. Which is nowhere near enough to fill demand, right? Absolutely. So imagine going to your shareholders and saying, "Oh, we can only make three hundred thousand of these a month, <laughs> so we're not going to make any money in this quarter." Try to sell them. So I mean, they were almost obliged to put out another phone, right? Which, fair enough, they redesigned it a little bit, and uh, and you know added some extra value, but. It almost feels like this phone was just kind of like, ah, shit, we need to have something that we can make a volume. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, we're going to anger the shareholders. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I totally get that. But why next year? I mean, this year, fine. Yes, I totally understand. They can't yeah. increase the out, you know, production output for the iPhone X. Yeah. So, yes, it makes sense. But why do you think they're going to continue with it for one more generation? I feel like cause why let a good thing die, Abbas? It's just Apple. <laughs> They're likely to, they'd like to milk this kind of stuff. Look, I mean, even when you look at uh, their current lineup, yeah, it's not like they've stopped making the 6S or the 7. Right. Because you've got the SE, you've got the 6S, you've yeah. got the 7, you've got the 8, and now you've got the 10. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they don't introduce um, a new iPhone with the old design next year, mm. doesn't mean that they're going to stop making 7 and 8. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's they'll true. still continue that. So I have a feeling that the only other new iPhone that we'll see, with, which will still have bezels, could be the new SE, if they ever decide they to make, make another one. one. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's, in my opinion, I feel that's probably going to be the only you know, new iPhone with bezels around it. I think next year, they're probably going to go with, the, you know, completely, again, the continuation of the iPhone 10. Okay. I mean, I guess we'll see, but I just get this, this feeling in, in my gut. Okay. There's going to be another one. Um, actually, whilst we're on the subject of, of wireless charging, I guess we should, I mean, I know they showed this right at the end, but I think maybe it might be worth bringing up the, uh, what was it, air power charging the, mat? Yes, that's right. Which, that's right. Unfortunately, is a, sounds like a fart. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I think might have been the coolest thing they announced all night. Yeah, for sure. I, it's funny because even last time around, the um, AirPods were the coolest thing that came out of Apple, right. and now you've got this Air Power. Yeah, um, it is a shame know. that you'll have to buy a, a new charging case for your for your AirPods. For the Air, AirPods, yeah. exactly to charge them. I'm sure Fair that enough. won't be cheap, but uh, but um, but other, otherwise, it's it's a really cool product that's probably going to be way overpriced. It, no, I, I like that. I think it's it's very very cool. My only question is, I mean, I, I actually need to read up a little bit more on this, but uh, does that particular, I'm talking about the air power, is that also based on the cheese standard? Um, I, th- I think, I guess it must be. Okay, I, I think I read somewhere that they, the reason that it's not out right now is because they had to do some special modification to... Uh, right. 
get it to work with everything. Yeah, well, good, I could be wrong. Good point, I, I because, I mean, I assume watches don't, they're not charged on the Qi standard, right? I don't know. I mean, they never came out and said that it's it's Qi, you know? Yeah. They never said that. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it could be. Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And it is quite interesting that, like, I mean, I wonder how specific you have to be about where you place your device. Well, maybe that's it. I, you know, considering this is an Apple product, I wouldn't worry much about it. I think yeah. they would have definitely looked at that and said, you know what? Yeah, yeah, the, you know, people are going to put exactly, yeah. absolutely. Um, it's sort of the, okay. So the other reason why I think this could possibly be uh, not necessarily be completely Qi based is um, Logitech. I don't know if you read this or not, but I think this was about a month back. They released a a mouse pad. Uh, which basically supports wireless charging. Okay. Uh, so they released a couple of mice along with the mouse pad. So literally when you have that, when your mouse is on the mouse pad, it's charging on it as well, mm. besides being used as a mouse pad. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. But the problem is it doesn't support the Qi standard. And uh, when, it, when somebody asked Logitech why this was the case, uh, they said the problem with the current implementation of Qi is that it can't cover a large surface. It can have like little bits of, you know, it can have pockets of wireless charging, okay. but you can't create a bigger surface out of it. Oh, so. Uh, so maybe that Yeah, which pulls, is why I've noticed on charges before, you have to be pretty specific about where you, you place the phone down. Exactly. So my guess is that since Apple is using a larger surface to charge all three of their devices, maybe it's a technical limitation of the current Qi standard, mm. which might cause cause them to sort of, because look, do you remember Phil Schiller said that, you know, with the air power, they're actually trying to make the wireless industry, uh, wireless charging industry better. Mm. So, so maybe, yeah, maybe it is a proprietary standard. Yeah. Or, or something that gets adapted in the next version of G, mm. you know? Cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I, there is a possibility that that mm. might happen. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the first time Apple's come out with something exactly. that only works with Apple products. So. Exactly. And we also saw W2 somewhere in there, didn't we? They mentioned yes. So that's now running on, uh, no, that's running on the Apple Watch. That's on the Apple Watch. Yep. So this is an upgrade to the W1 chip that was in the... Uh, the AirPods. The AirPods, yeah. So the, which is now supposed to work with the AirPods, I guess. I'm not really sure. So basically, I'm assuming W2 mostly just adds cellular connectivity. Mm. To W1 because they, and it is Bluetooth 5.0 because the specs of um, the new Apple Watch or the new iPhone definitely have Bluetooth 5.0. Okay. So maybe that's that's what it is. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, um, let's. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the big one. <laughs> let's get to the big one. So, iPhone 10, or mm -hmm. well, not X, just 10. Not X. But I mean, it look. We did, I guess we didn't call you. I can't remember last last week. We we talked about what we thought it would be named, and I think Dinesh and I said the edition, which we were completely wrong. And I said the pro. And you said the pro, which was correct also was probably a bit closer, but also incorrect. I don't think any of us thought that they were going to call it well, ten. Yeah, I think uh, I think we did mention that that's one of the. Mm -hmm. Potential names as for the rumor mill is suggesting, yeah. but I don't think either one of us zeroed in on yeah. you know right. X as yeah. or ten as a name for it. It's definitely, if 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 made to put rank those in order, that would have been at the at the bottom of my list. 
I agree, yeah. Even mine, yeah. I, I agree. However, <laughs> in hindsight, it's probably not not too unbelievable because, I mean, they've done this before with Mac OS. Correct. They had a Mac OS X, and for everybody called it Mac OS X. <laughs> so just by accident, and I think that's that's the issue that they're having here with branding. I mean, I've already a lot of the people in my office who had received press releases about it or had been reading about it online were calling it X because um, unless you're told, unless you watch the keynote, you didn't actually know the correct pronunciation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, everyone who just looks at marketing doesn't necessarily hear about it yeah. is going to call it the iPhone X. Yeah. And we, I mean, we, we were quite specific in our reporting to, you know, stress that it was pronounced 10, not X. But I mean, look, either way, it's, it's fine. I think, I think it's, Again, like you mentioned before, I don't know why we jumped to generate, like jumped a number, but okay, Apple. But here's a question for you. I mean, ever since, we never saw OS 11. We've never seen that. Mm -hmm. So do you think they're sort of going to stick to what they're doing on the Mac OS, mm -hmm. where it's just iPhone from now on and forget all the numbers or I anything else that I goes with it? I mean, I don't see why it hasn't always been like that, right? Like just yeah, rebrand yeah, yeah. it and call it iPhone 2017, 2018. Absolutely, because every other product line that they do, the Mac, the iPad, none of them have any model numbers anymore. Yeah. You they, know, they I mean, this might be the time to do that. Maybe so. A good yeah. Um, yeah, maybe this is just a transitionary, you know, uh, iPhone X, iPhone 10, and then it yeah. just becomes the iPhone. Of course, they certainly wouldn't want to admit that it was a transitionary period, by the way. That no, they went on definitely. about it being the future of phones. Um, I, I guess we could do a bit of a spec rundown. I mean, the big the big feature of this is the uh, is the all is the full display, uh, bezelless full display, edge to edge. That's uh, right, Mike. Mike, before we get into that, sure. let's talk about the design. What did you think of okay. it? What did, you know from the way that it looks and stuff? Uh, I mean, it, it looks a little bit like the essential phone. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Or all the, right. Or the or the um, the Xiaomi Mi Mix. But I mean, of course, if you're going to have one slab of glass, it's, they're all going to look a bit the same. Um, I, I mean, neither one of us has seen one in real life, but you know, I, I checked out quite a few hands-on videos by a lot of uh, websites, The Verge and Gadget, like you know, pretty much anywhere I could find. And you know, ha, did you get a chance to look at any of these hands-on videos? I, I've, seen, I've seen a few, yeah, I, I, mainly f photography as opposed to actual video. But. Okay, so I mean, in those videos, the device looks stunning. Cool. I mean, yeah. it looks gorgeous. That uh, stainless steel frame, the shiny stainless steel frame, uh, you know, and the way it sort of melds around with the whole glass. Mm. It, I mean, it looks really nice, at least as far as those videos in which I've seen it. Mm. Have a look at some of those videos. Yeah, everything. I change your mind. Everything I've read as well, it's been look, it, it's way better in your hand. Than it looks on, exactly. on a, in a screenshot or whatever or a product product. Exactly. Shot. Even the keynote yesterday, I thought, yeah, it looks nice and all, but it wasn't until I saw these hands-on videos mm. after that that I was like, okay, yeah. wow, this is a beautiful looking phone. Yeah, I mean, look, I've I've no doubt Apple make nice stuff, and I, I feel like you know this is the Johnny Ive as much as he's just a. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty convinced that Johnny Ive is just a. He's ba they basically uploaded his consciousness into a voiceover <laughs> machine, and like that's all he is. But uh, but I mean, the man knows how to design, and this thing doesn't. You know, it looks good. Hell um, yeah! My 
My concern about let's be honest, man. I mean, I'll say it up front: is that they've they've essentially just made it the Samsung phone, but with a poop emoji, right? Like <laughs> that's that's all this phone is, and I guess we can get into the to the specifics of that. But I mean, aside from the the screen and the redesign, which does look lovely, this also mm -hmm. has wireless charging, which is cool. Correct. Um, also has a face unlock. Has a has face unlock which uh -huh. we've, we've seen in other phones and um, mm -hmm. which didn't work during the presentation. Um, my understanding is their stock took a bit of a plummet when that happened as well. You know, uh, every time there's an Apple keynote, and mm -hmm. this is not just new, even during the time of Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. every single time, right after the keynote, the stock falls. Uh, really? I've noticed okay. that every single time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to sort of uh, point out, um, you know, when Craig Federighi was trying to demo the uh, face unlock, and it did work the first time around. Mm. Uh, the Verge had a good report on that. They said that if you look at the text on the iPhone, mm -hmm. it says, please enter your passcode to enable Face ID, which means the phone uh, was restarted. Right. Kind of like how Touch ID doesn't work when the phone yeah, is restarted. Yeah, yeah, good point. So I think it was just that. And that was a very smart, you know, what they saw. I mean, yeah. it was a very good thing good that they caught up on that, which is the reason why it didn't work with him on the first time around. And he, he did quite well to sort of just brush it off and move on. Uh, absolutely. And they definitely showed it a bunch of times afterwards, like, ah, look how it works now. My, my concern, uh, though, I mean, we both use the Samsung phones, mm -hmm. right? That's right. And it is, it is not great on that. Um, the face unlock that they have. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's, like, I, I don't even use that on, yeah. on the Samsung anymore, you know. I, mean, uh, I, and... I found one in five times it would crap out on me and not work. And really? I, yeah. Um, For me? For me, it works one out of five times. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's that bad That's for me. I mean, I've, I've literally given up on that. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, uh, but do we have faith that Apple has fixed this? Because as, as much as Apple make really nice-looking phones, I, I, you know, just because they talk a big game, I don't know necessarily if it's going to be... I've always struggled with the, with the fingerprint unlocking on their devices as well. Yeah, it's not as good as Huawei, for example. I exactly. mean, their fingerprint sensors are hell, yeah, uh, yeah. they're fantastic. Um, you're right, but you know what, Mike? I mean, a couple of um, couple of things that I want to kind of point out over this real quick. Uh, even if the tech isn't necessarily that great, I think it will get better with software updates. Mm -hmm. I think they've probably got great hardware in there. Sure. Uh, and I think just by the time that... Uh, OS, uh, what is it, the iOS 11.1 or 0.2 hits in, I think the feature will get pretty good. Uh, there is another much bigger concern about face unlocking. I'm not talking about the security aspect that a lot of people are saying that, look, I mean, you know, if um, you literally can point it to someone's face and uh, get it unlocked. What I'm talking about is we live in a somewhat conservative society where a lot of women completely cover their heads. That's a good point, man. Well, but then Qab, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that is obviously not going to work with that. Mm. You know, there's no way for it to work with that. Yeah. And there is no fingerprint sensor either on, yeah. on these yeah. devices. So, you know, from that point of view, I don't know if, um, you know, leaving that fingerprint sensor out was a good decision. Yeah. No, you make a fair point. I mean, look, at the end of the day, you can always just unlock it with a passcode, right? But Sure, but we used to do that 10 years back, you know, exactly. when you were in a life online. No. So why do we want to sort of go back, you know? Yeah, exactly. It really, it's, you know, there's a certain demographic of 
of the Earth's population that is going to find it very difficult to use this phone. One of the absolutely. one of the primary selling features of this phone. You're absolutely right. Huh. I have a feeling that they're probably going to bring Touch ID back in the next version of this, yeah. which yeah. is going to work under the screen. I'm guessing the tech just wasn't ready this time around, so they couldn't do it. But I have a feeling that that's definitely coming back uh, which next then, year. But who's the question? Why should you buy this one? Because next year's one is going to be is going to be the one that they actually wanted to put out this year, right? Fair enough, but that kind of goes back again to our discussion of uh, the iPhone 10 sort of being a transitionary device. Yeah. I think this is very much a concept phone for them. Mm. They're going to test a few things, see what works, see yeah. what doesn't work, and if you're smart, you should not buy yeah, the iPhone buy 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But if you uh, if you are a weak-willed tech journalist like we are, you probably yeah, will absolutely. buy the iPhone. Both 10. of us will probably be in line for <laughs> yeah. it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you're smart, I think you want to skip this particular generation simply because there's a lot of new technology in it that needs to mature. Yeah. Uh, not just from a hardware point of view, but I mean, it's got a completely new aspect ratio. So apps will need to be optimized for it, and they'll take a while to sort of get updated to take advantage of the screen, the extra pixels, the aspect ratio, all of that. So, you know, it's uh, not necessarily the wisest decision to get the iPhone 10, but, you know, the heart and the mind, they don't yeah, necessarily they don't work. Necessarily work. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, coming back to the spec, sorry, and we started with it sort of being a copy of the Samsung. Mm. You're absolutely right on that. I think from a specs point of view, there isn't anything super impressive about the new iPhone. It's very much catching up to what Android phones are offering for the last few months. Mm -hmm. But then, you know what? This at least makes me at least want to reconsider going back to the iPhone mm -hmm. because the iPhone 8, no way after using the S8 or the Note 8, am I going to go back to that phone yeah, factor? No way. No way. This at least gives me at least something to reconsider. Like, mm -hmm. you know what? If I want to go back to an iPhone, at least I've got that edge-to-edge -edge screen. At least yeah. I've got wireless charging, all of that, you know, mm -hmm. um, that I already have with Samsung. That yeah. You're absolutely right. I think you nailed it. That it is a, it is a Samsung phone running iOS. Let's, yeah. you know, let's exactly. just say that. And look, let's, I mean, if, if this had come out, if Apple had done this announcement six months earlier, right, this would be a very different conversation that we're having because... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then... Even even back then, what Samsung had been announced, I guess I try, my timing might be a little rough, off, but but these that so that and the G6 wouldn't have been to a market for such a long time. We wouldn't know about the V30. We wouldn't, you know, there's this there's this Huawei phone that's uh, supposedly coming next month that I'm pretty sure is going to have the same kind of look. And it's like you know, we there's a lot of these phones out there now, right? And in, in the zeitgeist, and Apple just if the iPhone feels like just another another in that in that list right if it had oh, only been this going up against the s8 six and the, and the g6 six months ago then i feel like it, this would have been a bit of a bigger deal um so here's here's a thought for you i mean here's something that you know maybe something to think about um do you think that they would have really liked to get this phone out last year i mean when the iphone 7 was released because i mean look when the iphone 7 was released we were kind of scratching our heads because Apple generally follows this TikTok model where the design changes completely, um, you know, for a new generation of, you know, for, for six or seven or whatever it is. Um, so, you know, they decided to go ahead and call it the seven and yet the design looked almost identical to the 6S. Yeah. 
Do you think this was something they wanted last year? Because had this phone been released last year, you know, like you're saying, even six months back or a year back, you know, it would have been a game changer. Game changer exactly. Yeah. I, maybe. Uh, my one, I look. It's it's entirely possible for the reasons that you just said. I think that that's quite a quite an astute point. But my my one caveat to that is the fact that I feel like if they wanted to have done it next year and held off may have been because of something like the Touch ID through the screen, which they still haven't managed to bring to market now, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd think in that one year, they probably would have figured it out, you know? Um, but maybe it's not just that, because even when you're looking at the production line of these, what, you, you, what did you mention, like 30,000 yeah. a month? Mm. That's nothing at all. So yeah. there's definitely something that's stopping them from, you know, yeah. Uh, making this, uh, making this huge, uh, in yeah. mass volumes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I so mean, it's, it's got to be those screens, doesn't it? Could could be the screens, yeah. could be a combination of anything else. But yeah, maybe the tech just isn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. And maybe they couldn't hold off any longer. Yeah. You know, this was something that they realized that they have to. I mean, if they, look, if it was just the iPhone 8 that came out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. A lot of people would have been PO'd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have really, really hurt them. Mm-hmm. So maybe this was the plan for last year. Maybe the tech wasn't ready last year. Maybe it still is going through teething issues. I, I don't know. Just speculation from my part. And even then, it's still not out, right? Like, we've got to wait till November yes. for this thing. Oh, yeah. So that's true. Yeah, it's that's still, true. You know, it's still waiting to be, to be, to be put out. That's, um, that's completely true. I, I am. I, for one, I am interested to, to pick it up. I, I want to. I want to get my hands on it, see what the fuss is about. Oh, definitely. Look, I mean, even from a hardware perspective, if, if you know, if it's just playing catch up with the rest of the Android phones, where Apple exceeds is the user interface and the way it just delights you with these little tweaks and you know, animations or whatever it is that you want to call them. Uh, you know, when you're using an iPhone, these little things really put a smile on your face. Um, the iPhone Seven had this new haptic engine. And, you know, every time you pull the notification, it kind of bounces back and you get a little boop, you know, on yeah, the phone. Yeah, that's true. Little things, very little things. But, I mean, you know, they just kind of put a smile on your face. Mm. I'm not saying a talking poop emoji will do that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm sure just generally using the, the, the iOS 11 with its little tweaks and touches will, will guarantee you something that, you know, just delight you. Mm. That's what Apple does. Apple's fantastic at doing that. Um, you know, their attention to detail is something that I don't think any other company in the tech industry can match. Well, so, especially in the smartphone market, I mean, they have the luxury of being in charge of both the hardware and software, right? So that they can they can take that extra bit of care and, exactly. and, and not have to worry or, you know, try and figure out what the manufacturer is doing compared to what the software designer is doing and this kind of thing. Absolutely. They tune their software and hardware to, you know, to like perfection. So, you know, from that point of view, I'm genuinely interested in giving this phone a shot. Yeah, I mean, even down to the fact that, we didn't even talk about it, but the, the removal of the home button and this now sort of change in, in a functionality where you swipe up to, to go home. To go home, that's yeah. right. I mean, big okay. change. Yeah, big, it is a big, big change. change. Although, to be fair, I, 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 I challenge you to, to pick up your Android phone press the power button and then swipe up and see what that does. Um, that unlocks your phone, right? Sure. <laughs> do, do, doing that on an, on an Android for a little while. 
No. Look, I mean, to you and I, it won't make much of a difference. No. We'll, we'll be fine with swiping up for the home screen or swiping down for the notif- not, not the, the, not the control center now yeah. instead of swiping it up. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine. It's just that people who use iPhones generally hang on to them for two to three to four years or people sure. have had them for maybe six or seven years diff- between different generations mm-hmm. and haven't used an Android before. Uh, I mean, you and I keep switching between all these different user interfaces on different yeah. Android phones, so I think will be fine. It's just that people who are dedicated iPhone loyalists, mm. for them, it's a very, very big change, I feel. Yeah, it's, it's funny, right? Because they got rid of swipe to unlock, and now they've brought swipe to unlock back. Exactly. That, I, I'm not sure if I kind of like that, because now, after your face is recognized, you have to swipe up. Yeah. To sort of, I'm not sure. I mean, I kind of liked how it just directly unlocked and went to the home screen. With mm. The extra step. I don't know. I mean, you know, let's let's just again, like see you how said, they may they may tweak that in further iterations of the software yeah. as well. Once exactly. People, once they get feedback on it. Um, exactly. But I mean, it it's cool, man. It's yeah. expensive though, and I think very, that's something very, else that we, we need to address. That's I mean, right. at a thousand dollars, it's expensive, but here in the UAE, at four thousand dirhams, four thousand and ninety-nine yeah, dirhams, yes, it, that's just some crazy money for it's a nuts. smartphone. It's not absolutely like it's you nuts. can buy a four K television for that kind of money. Oh, absolutely! Not, not, mean, not the world's best four K television, but a perfectly serviceable, you know, forty forty-two inch four K television for that kind of money. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Look, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm at a stage of life where I'm paying tuition for three kids as well. Right, you know? right. And just 4,000 dirhams is 4,000 dirhams at yeah. the end of the day. It's it's a, you know, it's a reasonable amount of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, priorities and, you know, it's just yeah. uh, as much as I'd love to buy one, I don't know if I will just because, you know, yeah. again, putting that 4,000 dirhams down is going to make me think not once, not twice, not thrice, but, you know, Four or five times, so yeah, man, it's tricky, and it's not like it, you know, it's not like Android phones. It isn't going to drop in price, or it, yeah. won't, or it won't until the next one comes out. But yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, so it's absolutely. tough, man. I mean, we talked about this last week about how this new class of like Uber premium smartphones, and I feel like you know Apple is positioning this as the Lamborghini of their of their collection, Correct. right? Um, but oh, I, don't get me wrong. Oh, I think it's going to sell out. Oh, oh yeah. It's just that oh, I'm yeah. not necessarily the right market for it. Yeah. Sadly, I will be envious of all the people that have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think it'll definitely sell out, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Apple will have no issues selling them as fast as they can make them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think having said that, you know, it's it's yeah. going to attract a lesser number of people. But, again, they're making lesser number of devices. So. The Note 8 came in at, what, 3.8? 3,800 dirhams? No, 3,300. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wow. So this is almost 1,800 dirhams more expensive. Exactly. That is, it is bonkers. It is a lot. Yes, it's a lot. So, it's a lot. So, you know. And you're getting the same phone. No, the, yeah. You can't. You can't. <laughs> that's, that's a joke, man. Yeah, it's, it's very expensive. It's yeah. just super expensive. Yeah. But it is what it is, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing they did not announce last night, but one we will be getting is Apple Pay, yeah. um, which is coming to the UAE before the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, which is good. I mean, I'm yeah. glad it's coming, finally coming over here. Right. Know? I mean, we, we had this, this was sort of revealed a little bit 
earlier in the year during the earnings call that correct that exactly and I was a bit excited this morning in my inbox when I saw the the press release come oh, through you from Apple. That it's live? Yeah, and then I okay. read it, and it literally was a quote that said, "Yeah, it's coming soon." Yeah, I'm but like, oh. they're saying before the end of the year, yeah. and even the banks are announced. So mm-hmm. yeah, several. You know, banks. it's and they've got a fair amount of banks. I think it was like eight banks involved, including six the big banks. Ones. Yeah, six, six sorry, banks. Six um, banks. Uh, which is great, and you know, and after the experiences that I had with Samsung Pay, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a I think it's great, man. I mean, this is where we should be heading with the with our payment for things. I mean, we're carrying our phones around with us all the time. There's watches that can do this stuff, and for sure, yeah. So it's yeah, can't come soon enough. I think. Oh, totally, totally. I think it's gonna just gives you gives you an added reason to stick to your you know iPhone or mm. you know just get that. No, um, good, good, good times ahead. Let's, yeah. Let's see how this goes. Um, having said that. Two more phones that I'm still quite excited to see how they come out. Um, the new Pixel and the new Huawei Mate. I think both yeah. of them are lined up for October. Mm-hmm. So I, again, I mean, I'm just gonna say that don't buy a new phone right now if you are looking mm-hmm. to buy one. Just hang on for another month Definitely or so. Definitely don't buy the iPhone 8 until you've yeah. seen the Pixel. No, I mean, look, not the iPhone 8, not the Note 8. Mm-hmm. I just recommend not the V30. Just hang on till the end of October because by that time we'll know which phones are, you know, the best ones out of these. Yeah. We still have like a couple of phones left to be revealed, so just hang on to your money. I, you know, for just a little bit longer. Um, I think by the end of October, when all of them are revealed, it'll be kind of nice for us to sort of look at all of, all of these five new phones, the five new high-end phones, and then you know, sort of place them where we think they stand yeah, against it's, each it's other. It's been a pretty interesting year. Oh, yes, it's been a great year for smartphones. It's been a fantastic year for smartphones. After a couple of years where things were a bit stagnant, and then last year when the the best phone of the year exploded, we we (laughs) finally kind of righted the ship, and and it's more interesting times ahead, I think. You need explosions to make things exciting. Right, right, fair. You need explosions. Just just ask Michael Bay. (laughs) Cool. Cool. All right, man. I guess that'll wrap it up. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. I think yeah. it's turned out to be a pretty good discussion. Yeah, and our podcast has gone on for about as long as that Apple press conference, so it's done <laughs> quite well. Um, but I guess we'll be we'll be back next week to chat more things, and I believe Dinesh will be back by then. Absolutely. Um, any final thoughts? Um, no. Again, I'd say just you know Hold wait and don't spend. Yeah, absolutely. Just hang on to your money. Yeah. Also, just my- poop emojis. <laughs> that's a thing now you know my daughters loved it oh I bet they were yeah. super excited about uh, that thing is going to go gangbusters people are going to love that <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure it will and even the Snapchat filters that they showed looked very good in quality yeah I mean in terms of the quality of it was quite awesome yeah, they spent a long time working on two Snapchat filters <laughs> and a lot of money so good for them <laughs> Steve Jobs would have been proud of yeah, this right. yeah <laughs> good stuff good All stuff right, well i guess if um i guess we're gonna call it a wrap um i'm age off early on twitter yep i'm at mike priest um and, and then you can hit us up at behind the bites absolutely don't send us any emails nope. just tweet us nope. uh, that's all unless you really miss bavisha so you can, you can write <laughs> write to him uh okay thanks for your time we'll see you next week all right next time around see ya bye-bye Bye.